This is the Off Kilter Podcast. It is about breaking rules, listening to your ovaries, and coloring outside of the lines. Each week, we will connect and be in conversation about how to reignite your sexuality, feel powerfully graceful, and deeply connected to your body, all while navigating life. I am your teacher, Amy Kate Burr. Welcome to episode 12 of the Off Kilter podcast. Today's episode is a little solo episode and it is called Find Your Why. What if it is not about the what and the how? What if it is about understanding your why? What if this three letter word? was what was most important to help us create big change in our lives. I started to get really curious about this three-letter word about seven years ago when I was first introduced to Simon Sinek's work. And Simon has a really cool TED Talk uh, on the power of why. So Simon's work is all... Uh, in this uh, space of understanding our why. Why do you do what you do? And his work discovered patterns about how leaders and top organizations like Apple think, act, and communicate. And he created this golden circle, which illustrates that in business, we operate on three different levels. What we do, how we do it, and why we do it with the why being the most important. And when you look at the circle, uh, it is the why uh, that is at the center and the core. Why do you do what you do? So when we know this, when we understand our why, we can then cultivate our how and what. But what happens is that we're so focused on the how and the what. What am I doing? How am I going to get there, get the result, get the outcome? What way will I do that? That we actually don't have a why. And your why provides you with clarity, with meaning, and it is a roadmap to get you to where you want to go. Uh, Your why is like a paper mache. When you have that structure, that core, you can then build on top of that. So your why is really your purpose and your belief. It is a navigation tool. So what if it isn't about how you train, but about why you train? What if it isn't about what you eat, but about why you eat a certain food. Yep, don't get me wrong. (laughs) The what and the how are important. Weight training is better for females than cardio and eating whole organic food is better than eating processed food. But it's the intent and the context that is the most important. It's your why that matters most. When you know your why, 
the intent really shifts and it shifts from this place of fear and scarcity and comparison and judgment and always being focused and obsessed with the outcome or the result. Uh, This is when we live in this place of fear and scarcity, fear of not being enough, uh, of not obtaining the goal, of not being worthy. And when we live in scarcity, it's often we reduce resources, we take things away, we focus on subtracting. But if we actually focus on our why and understand our why, we can then shift the intent and we shift it to that of love and abundance and to connection and commitment. And what I mean by that is that we can use the training and the food really as levers to connect with ourselves, with our body. And when we're coming from this place of love and abundance, It is all about connecting and it's about adding in, not taking away. So when we choose this path, the why teaches us to cultivate a confidence, a security and a connection. And really, we can birth this self-love. It really injects a purpose and a passion into our lives because we're really clear on our values, our desires, our wants and our needs. And we have an understanding about why this is important to me. Why am I doing what I'm doing? Almost always all the information, the advice, the systems and the resources are about the how. It's the external stuff. It's often inconsistent and very contradictory. And there is really a scarcity on understanding the why, the internal stuff. Why do I train? Why do I want to achieve the goal? Why is it important to me? The why is really the root system. But the most important thing is understanding the narrative that holds us back, that at the core, we really have fear. So we need... Uh, to reach out for this what and this how, for these external things to tell us what to do, for us to follow. But what we need to do is we need to get help in understanding that fear. The problem really isn't the lack of the external stuff. We have an abundance of the external stuff. We know enough about health, really, intellectually. Where we get lost is that we don't know what it feels like. So we have trouble making the commitment to do it. So we just have to make a choice, a choice to understand our why, to listen to our body, ask for help in understanding our narrative, and then be consistent with our habits and our practices. And we can do that better when we're clear on our why. We can be consistent with how we eat, how we move, our habits and our practices because we're clear on why we're doing it. All of these things create a consistent process, a process that doesn't change as we navigate life. 
As Seth Godin says, and the best thing is that you only have to make the choice to be consistent once. After that, it's simply a matter of keeping your promise. And I promise you, it's easier to keep your promise when you understand your why. Often what comes up is someone will say, I know what to do, but I am not doing it. And yeah, we all know we should walk more, eat better, drink more water, sleep more, meditate, rest more. But then why don't we do it? We know that social media, this busyness, these activities that increase our stress levels like high intensity workouts, squishy schedules, alcohol, caffeine, they aren't helping us to connect powerfully to ourselves and to others. And often they aren't really helping us getting uh, to where we want to go. So then why do we engage in them? When we try to change a habit, when we try something new, when we often uh, experience a hesitation, a stickiness, and this causes us to get stuck. And Stephen Pressfield talks about this a lot and he calls this the resistance. So why do we get stuck? If we know what we should be doing, but we're not doing it and we're in this gap, and we're stuck between the knowing and the doing, and we have an abundance of tools and resources and knowledge. So we, we can't use the excuse that it's a lack of information. Maybe we could use the excuse that it's the result of an information overload. We have too much information that we don't know which one is right uh, and which one is right for us. Often we are motivated and we have the intention to make a change. So the problem is not a lack of motivation and it's not a lack of an intention. So why then, if we have the tools, we have the motivation and the intention, do we experience this resistance or find ourselves in this gap? It's not that we didn't know, it's that we didn't understand our why. And then from there, we didn't make a choice and we didn't act. We weren't sure because we're listening to all this external stuff. We weren't sure if it was the right way for us or our narrative may have got in the road. We weren't clear on our why. So we can't really move out of this knowing doing gap that we find ourselves in. So how do you move from knowing to doing? Or how can you cultivate results and get where you want to go? Number one, what are your values? Your values are your why. They provide you with the clarity and they are a roadmap. They give us meaning and purpose. So what do you value? Not what you think you should value or what you think people want you to value, but what are your values? Number two, you need to make the conscious choice to do. When you understand your values, 
then you need to make a conscious choice to do. And when I start working with women, the conscious choice to do is actually to not do, <laughs> to not listen to other people's opinions, to not follow a system or a diet or a way. I support them in consciously making the choice to understand their body, to go in, to start understanding their values, their why. How is their body talking to them? Number three, how urgent is it and how necessary is it? So really, if these two things aren't there, it's really hard to start. Uh, and the change or uh, this journey that you want to go on, it really won't stick. It won't be sustainable because it has to be important and a must. And it's really hard to create a sense of urgency and necessity if you don't understand your why. Why am I really doing this? What's underneath that goal of changing my body composition or creating this project or this business? Number four, you need to choose a different narrative. If the story that you're telling yourself is not helping you get where you want to go, you need to choose a different story. Number five, we need a positive peer pressure group to do this. I like to call it like a female flock. We need to find this flock of women to share our goals with and hold us accountable. And I've said this so many times, it's really hard for us to do it alone. Together, it's a hell of a lot more fun. And so we need to find our female flock. So it's important to understand your why, why you train. What is the intent and the context? And once we have done the work to move away from the fear and the scarcity, so from the comparison, the judgment, the numbers, the results, towards love and abundance, which is the training as a lever to connect to the body, there is a question that comes up. But what now? What do I actually do? Now I understand my why. I'm training so I feel strong. I'm training to change my posture. I'm training so I can have deeper, more powerful relationships with the people in my life. I'm training so I can learn more about my body. But what do I actually do now? And this is really why I created my women's body weight strength classes. Because often women, they, they go through this journey and then they understand their why and they want to live into this place of love and abundance, but they're not sure how to actually do it. And they want to start, but they feel this resistance. And that's totally okay. I created the classes so I can hold their hands in the beginning. And often they really have the motivation, but they don't have the tools and the process. And that's also totally cool because the classes 
offer the tools and the process, the method, because there's a method to get you where you want to go. And the first step of the method is understanding the why. And then we can start looking at, okay, so what is the process to get me a pull up, to make me feel more powerful, to increase my strength, to change my posture? And it's so cool because a lot of these women have been training alone or training uh, in a space that they have felt disconnected from their body, from the type of training that they're doing, even from the people that they're training with. So they really crave a connection. Uh, and when they come into these classes, it's so cool to see because you have this flock of women that are all here to positively support each other in this new journey that's scary and there's resistance, but they all have this commonality of that they've understood their why and they really want to live into this place of love and abundance. And it's so cool to see. Um, and we have fun and we laugh while we learn the process of doing a pull up while we uh, learn how to develop a stronger, more resilient, powerful body. And so I invite you today to start exploring your why. And it doesn't just have to be in the training space. It can be in anything. When you are faced with a decision, ask yourself, why am I doing what I'm doing? What is my why? So go and find your why. If you have any questions, you can connect with me on Instagram at amykatebow. I also write a daily blog. You can sign up on my website, amykatebow.com. Thank you for making the space to listen today. Remember, take the long way home. Bye for now. Thank you.